He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. So if you were not in Congress, because you're passionate about a lot of things, what would you be doing? I think, I mean, before I ever even thought about being in Congress, I've always been passionate about teaching and writing. And so maybe I would have been a teacher. <laughs> All right. I'm Drew Berkwist. This is my show. That was AOC suggesting she would have been a teacher. Can you imagine AOC teaching things? I mean, literally anything. Oh, she's perfect for the kind of teachers that we see nowadays that are banging their students. She's a smoke show. I could see her sending naked texts to a student. And plus, AOC is what a lot of teachers have become, which are indoctrinators. So, That's yeah, true. I could totally see her doing that. You're Actually, actually you're very right. Uh, <laughs> while she lacks knowledge and wisdom in almost every facet of life, she does fit in perfect with academia today. Uh, astute point there, Tom Cunningham. All right, folks, we got a lot to get to. Real quick, though, um, before I tell you what's coming up on the show today, reminder, starting next week, a week from today, that's how weeks work, we are going to be <laughs> three Thank you. six. You're welcome. <clears throat> you know, I'm here for you guys. Three to six, three hours. This is my show. We'll be going to a three-hour slot, three Eastern to 6 p.m. Eastern, so it's just that extra hour on the front end. If you're joining us at 4 p.m., you're going to have missed the first hour. So come hang out. Coin Club giveaways um, will be at the end of the month. Uh, I, I forget what day. I think it's the 28th this month. But we're, we're doing our collection for all of this. That'll come. That'll still be the 13th hour that we give you of content per week. That's just for Coin Club members on Friday. But starting next week, three hours a day. Coming up on today's show, though, getting into Man, we have a lot to come. I don't even know if we're going to get through all of this stuff quite frankly, but we've got Biden who went to the beach and, and London. Trump went to UFC. The contrast between the two weekends could not have been starker. We have robots who say they can run the world better than humans. They told that to the United Nations. Now, granted, anyone can run things better than the United Nations, but scary still that you've got robots saying that. We've got more digital currency stuff. We've got Ben and Jerry's who got trolled hard by Native Americans. We've got literally a colossal ton to get to today. But before we get into it, folks, please, please understand what happened this month in the United States of America. The digital dollar is now being implemented as we speak. Do not be fooled by it. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow started on July 1st earlier this month. And a lot of people are not aware of this. I would venture to guess a very small portion of the American population is aware of this. But what's terrifying is that your hard-earned dollars, your savings, 401k, IRA, whatever the case might be, they are at risk. But there is good news. There's a way to legally opt out of the digital dollar in time. You can do so with a straightforward, entirely legal tax loophole that our friends offer at American Alternative Assets. All you have to do is jump on the phone and call 833, the number 2 USA Gold, 833-287-2465. You can see it on your screen. You will get their free and valuable guide that's going to outline the precise steps that you need to take immediately to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences, which is, of course, a huge component of this. So don't let Biden and the Democrat Party force you into using the government's new digital dollar call 
the number two USA Gold, 833-287-2465. All right, let's get into all of these stories that we've got today because it was another weekend and thus another vacation for the vegetable in chief. I mean, this guy takes more vacations than he has bathroom accidents. And that's saying something. That's a staggeringly high number. Reminder, before we show this clip of him leaving, that he's been on vacation over 39%, almost 40% of his time in office, as we've mentioned quite frequently here on the show. Here he was leaving again. even though it was the 757, not the 747. But, I mean, think about this. So he's been gone almost 39.2%, I think, is the latest number of the time that he's been in office. And a lot has been accomplished partly because he's been, he's been gone. But imagine the number of embarrassments that we'd have. It's already catastrophically high. The amount of embarrassments and the damage that would be done if he was in D.C., 80, 90% of the time. If he was in the D.C., the percentage of the time that a sitting president should be there, it would be astounding. Uh, we'd have to have longer than three hours to do a show if he was on camera more than he is right now. It would be an, an ongoing blooper reel it would be. of us talking for five or six hours if he was 80% of the time there. Yeah, we'd probably just keep the show going like a, like a voyeur 20, 24 hour show. We've talked about doing we have that. We've talked yeah. about it. <laughs> Don't think it won't come at some point. Oh, that would be great. The Biden cam, you know, like, like they have those, uh, those cams like on Chatterbait where you just kind of like you get a. <laughs> have you ever been to that? No. Oh, okay. I, I sadly know what you're talking about, and I am hoping that it's gone. I'm hoping it's gone over the head of everyone else. Um, but, but he's not there, right? Because. Because he hasn't been there, and he's going to continue to not be there. And as a rule, you've got Democrats who are just lazy, awful people. Joe's no exception. He's just among the worst of them. They continually, the left, make up narratives to promote further laziness. That's who they are. They, they have body positivity. Eat whatever you want. Do whatever you want. It's okay. Exercise is racist. Yoga? That was just a white construct, even though it was created in India, details don't matter to them either. <laughs> Lazy and without details. But they, they hate merit. They hate people who hustle and work hard. They hate competition. Bottom line, lazy people are Democrats. Who, I mean, who, I mean you, you can go back one president and maybe squash what I'm about to say here. But beyond him, who, who's the last Democrat leader? Who's a list of Democrat leaders that you would say exuded vigor and vitality? Outside of Obama, who 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 was the Obama was fake vigor and vitality. We saw those the videos of him lifting like five pound dumbbells. Oh yeah, he's not a strong man, but he doesn't he he wasn't dementia ridden. He wasn't obese. <clears throat> Plus, the, he had the media on his side going, "Oh, what a great athlete Obama is!" And then you had people like Michael Jordan saying, "I wouldn't play golf with him because his golf game shit." Yeah. Be the press was like fawning all over him because they were like, "Hey, you know what?" 
he is a black male, so that he has to be a good athlete. He's got fast twitch muscle fibers. <laughs> yeah, um, that's how they stereotype. That's how they do. They do. And if you watch him play basketball, he can't go to his right. He's left-handed. He's left-dominated. Every time that he would dribble toward the hoop, it was always left-handed. He had no crossover dribble, no nothing with the right hand. I like this sports breakdown from Tom here. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, and and I'm sorry to get off on this uh, tangent here, but we all remember that miserable first pitch that he threw out it looked yeah. like my wife was throwing out the first pitch yeah yeah i mean i'm not it, what was wife. what was his campaign slogan it was yeah, yes we can was his first campaign slogan right wasn't that what it no, was hope and change right yeah hope and change oh i thought it was yeah. yes we can but right. no yes we can was um uh, didn't I? i know at one point biden said something to do with that that was not a slogan yeah. because you had uh jill trying to say you know the the Latin the, the Mexican version of it. Anyways, Spanish version, I should say. Si se puede. But she says si se puede. Okay, let's let's we're gonna get to Joe. We're gonna actually compare Joe and Trump here, but we have lots of Joe stuff to get to today because he gave us lots of ammunition. But while Joe was shuffling around the Delaware beaches, looking like a one-legged buzzard trying to nibble off a scrap of like a rotting roadkill or something, you had Trump who was hanging out in Vegas at the latest UFC fight. Here, here's, here's a side-by-side -side comparison and, and the best depiction of the contrast of these two men that we could offer up, that the web offered up. Take a look. So, Ooh, we oh, got the man. As, as you might expect for International Fight Week, a lot of people are in the building, uh, but no one needs more security than the former president of the United States, obviously a really good friend of Dana White. Okay, so, so Trump, that shuffle on the beach as he's slowly walking. It's amazing. Trump's entering the venue like an alpha male, you know, a, a pop star. Joe's struggling with a beach chair. I mean, it is really quite the contrast. The 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 slowness of his body pains me. Watching him walk pains me because you know how painful it is for him he's having to pay attention to each and every step we just do it we just i'm going to the fridge i'm going to the to the office i'm going to my desk for him it's like <sighs> okay here we go <laughs> get up out of the chair <laughs> slowly rise <laughs> and then he, and then my favorite is when he wants to look spry he's like oh and just does a oh, yeah. with his arms. Yes, make it, you're still going slow, Joe. You're, you're, yeah, you're still going slow. I mean, he looks like a frail, saggy bag of bones who's got one foot in the grave and the other foot on a banana peel. It's, it sounds maybe mean to some, but it just is what it is. Again, you're supposed to embody confidence and strength if you're in that position, left, right, or center. And he, he embodies none of those things. But going back to Trump, so Trump goes into the UFC fight. I was going to play him entering, but there's music on there that we'll get licensed for and screwed and we'll get copyright, all, all that BS. But he walks in like a boss. Everyone goes nuts. And you had multiple exchanges between him and big, big time personalities and figures close to the ring there. Here's, here's the exchange between he and Joe Rogan, who's, who's done pretty well for himself. Yeah, and Rogan has repeated that he would never have Trump on his podcast, which is absolutely his right. 
But, but his reaction to Trump and the handshake, you've got two, two, two strong males, you know, with tight grips, not letting go, neither backing down. It's, it, it was a good scene, and Joe doesn't look unhappy to see him. I'm not saying that he's a Trump supporter, but he, he doesn't look unhappy to see them. He's, he's, he's glad that he's there. It's a big moment. And and you've got it wasn't just Joe and there was Mark Wahlberg who 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 shook his hand and was talking to him. There's tons of other people there. David's I didn't see David Spade do anything with him, but he was right there in the audience. Bunch of other people Guy right Fieri. there behind him. Guy Fieri had an exchange with him. But you also had UFC fighter Drykus Duplessis who's celebrating the victory and and spots Trump and comes right over the cage. Take a look. I love this because the guy in the ring is like, "Where are you going? Watch if you yeah. look." <laughs> as authentic as you get you've got the old phrase game knows game that's on full display there and love him or hate trump his i mean his authenticity and his ability to connect with people is what leads to moments like this and you had drykas pick up on that and and that's what you're seeing there it's it, it boils down to energy again I'm not saying Trump is the guy. I, th I think Trump will be the nominee, but I'm not saying you should vote for Trump, not vote for Trump. That's not the point of this conversation. The point is comparing and contrasting the vigor, the energy levels of these people. And it is so stark. The space in between is massive. We, I mean, we've got, we've got, well, actually, well, it's right here. In, in between his sunbathing and diaper changes, Biden made time to sit down with CNN's top communist scold, Fareed Zakaria, who tried to set the table for Joe to withdraw from his reelection bid. Here, here's the conversation and, and the dialogue. Take a listen. You've often said when people ask you about your age, uh, just watch me. And I think a lot of people do watch you and are impressed, and they think you've been a great president. Uh, you've brought the economy back. Uh, you've restored relations with the world. But many of these people do say, and these are ardent supporters of yours, the next thing he should do is step aside and let another generation of Democrats take the baton. Why are they wrong? Well, let me say, it's not right or wrong. It's, uh, look, to use the phrase again, I think we're at an inflection point. I think the world is changing, and I think I... Uh, there is one thing that comes with age, if you've been honest about it your whole life, and that is some wisdom. So you, you didn't see it there, but, but I mean, C CNN used the most unfriendly cutaway of Joe during Fareed's question. With his mouth open, just kind of... Yeah, I mean... That never would have happened in the past. No, no. it's a, The media has and is turning on him. I'm not saying all of them have. I'm not saying that they're, they're siding with Republicans now. They're just siding... With the party, as we've said here, they will throw him under the bus for embarrassing them and find someone who will not, someone who will be even worse than him for the overall country. <clears throat> but but you are. You're actively seeing that in the press where where they're like, okay, you're, you're a total disaster. We're not going to try and cover for you anymore because it we're already facing enough heat for being, you know, shills for you in the first place, shills for the party that is in the first place. That we're not we're not doing it for you though, Joe, because you're you're old news. 
Yeah, and we're going to see that coming up a lot more with different media outlets, especially the uh, the, the the corporate media outlets. It's not going to be overt saying Joe is a bad guy, he's lost the American public. It's going to be the cutaways, the selective editing that's being used to cover Biden to subliminally reinforce the idea that he's too old for that position and it's time to usher in somebody who's younger. That's the media play right now. Yeah, no, I agree. And and I think we all know who that is. Gavon. Gavon. Gavon Newsom. <laughs> Gavin Newsom. Um, real quick, Barb, you should have gotten a link. Um, there's there's some coin, coin club banter going on about receiving your coin. A link was sent out from producer at Red Beach Media. <clears throat> if it did not come to you and you've checked spam, email producer at redbeachmedia.com and we'll, send, we'll respond back to the link and then hopefully it doesn't go to spam or anywhere else. I know lots of other people have gotten them and their coins have been sent out. So hopefully it's just some, some different error, but, but check there. And if it, if it hasn't come, then we'll make sure that you get squared away and get everything that you need. Uh, let's do question of the day. <clears throat> so we said earlier how AOC, well, AOC actually said, it. we just talked about it for a second, how she would, if she wasn't in Congress, that she would like to be a teacher. So my question is this, who would be a better, and we said that she would probably be by today's standards, not by function or realistic standards, but she would be in today's standards, a good teacher. My question is this, who, who would be a better teacher in real world? I'm not talking about like fall in line with how teachers are nowadays, which is a terrifying state, but who would, if, if you were a student, who would you rather have a teacher as a teacher, AOC or KJP? Who would you rather have as a teacher or think would be a better teacher, AOC or KJP? Send your responses in. We will tell you our answers, too. And we'll also get into some more Biden stuff. We'll get into some NATO stuff that's coming up on the other side of the break. Stick around. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets dial 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465 this invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your ira or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences don't let biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar call 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. 
fish, me lord. Thank you. Appreciate it. Welcome back. Let's get to those question of the day responses. Reminder of what the question was, who would be a better teacher or who would you rather have as a teacher, AOC or KJP? That's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or Karine Jean-Pierre, the token press secretary. Let us know what you would like or who you would prefer. Tom, who are you going with? Uh I my instinct is telling me KJP because I think the only thing that she would be capable of doing in a classroom is taking attendance. And if I were a student, I could probably get away with a lot more with the likes of KJP. AOC to me just seems like the homework would be constant in the constant indoctrination would just be too overwhelming. At least with KJP I think she would be fall like fall for pranks, being able to talk her out of not giving a, a, a homework assignments, that sort of thing. Okay, all right, Disco. Yeah, I, I kind of see what you're saying. KGB does well reading from the the curriculum. She's always reading from the binder. But I feel like just the what, what, what age group are we are we doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I think it just AOC seems like a it would, you'd have more fun being taught by her than KJP because KJP would be by the book. When AOC maybe come out of the box a little bit, do some different activities, fun-tivities. Fun, okay. t- fun okay. anti-American activities. <laughs> Judy just asked, do I have to go to school? Um, <laughs> fair question. Barb, KJP, she's really dumber than a rock. Dragonheart says dropping out. <laughs> um, or I would... Um, I, I, J- Judy agrees with Barb that, that KJP... Jill says, I guess AOC, she's easy to make fun of. AOC, at least she's not gay, I think, says Texas Pan. I don't know. The boyfriend or slash husband or whatever it is now is questionable. (laughs) That that could just be a beard. Not someone who can grow a beard. Just Just a beard. beard. Yeah. Yeah. AOC, she likes to bartend. Great, great, great comment. Great response there. We're looking for a bartender here. Yeah, we we still are. I mean, she doesn't have to think or talk here. I mean, she can just look (laughs) cute and make drinks. I would allow it. I would allow it. Um, I'm going with AOC just because... She's better to look at. KJ, both of them are going to try and indoctrinate you. Both of them are dumber than a pile of rocks. But at least AOC is attractive, you know, and, and, and today's day and age. This is, you know, not, not married, Drew. You've, you've got a chance. And these teachers are randy these days. <laughs> They're dirty. Uh, it feels like more and more every single week. Another lawsuit's happening because a teacher had sex with a middle schooler. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. There's a t- Tasso girl says AOC also says easier on the eyes. Um, so I guess I guess I'm more comfortable with uh, lesbian looking PE teachers like I had one all throughout school. Yeah, I yeah. mean I, that, that's a great side question. We've got to hustle here. But what percentage <laughs> of female PE teachers are 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 lesbian? 75 oh 75 80 percent it depends if they either if, if they're a pe teacher but they also coach volleyball basketball or golf 100 percent. well what about softball oh it's softball yeah definitely okay all right well i'm glad that we settled that uh all right, See, for me for me it was science teachers all my science teachers were lesbians hmm. yeah yeah 
that's i can i can see some logic behind that uh everyone hit that like <laughs> button make sure you're subscribed whichever platform you're on rumble facebook youtube twitter all of those places do whatever it takes to make sure you're following the page there it's a little different for each one again hit that like button for today's episode it's the plus sign on rumble the boxing glove sign if it's the the rumble app so please do that continue to share continue to engage and let's get to this stuff on on biden and ukraine because as permanent washington pushes forward with their world war three agenda why as we always ask i have no idea but they keep doing it you've got biden who's being asked questions about ukraine joining nato because the vote the summit's coming up and the vote's coming up and he has said and he said it again this weekend that ukraine's not yet ready to join nato calling the prospect of its membership in the International Alliance premature at this point. He, he, in an interview with Fareed Zakaria, where we played the clip from earlier, he said, quote, I don't think it's ready for membership in NATO, speaking of Ukraine. Uh, I, I don't think there's unanimity in NATO about whether or not to bring Ukraine into the NATO family now at this moment in the middle of a war, which, which by the way, would be the right move. And, and, and is actually, while he is not a wise man, that is a true point and hopefully is what NATO decides to do. But Biden continued. He added that Ukraine still has work to do to meet all of the qualifications for membership, cautioning that the process is going to, quote, take some time or take a while, he said. He is, his vow came shortly after he agreed to send cluster <laughs> munitions to Ukraine, overriding humanitarian concerns about the bombs by arguing that it was crucial to provide Kiev with more artillery. He also on Sunday left for an international trip that included the NATO summit on the back half of this week, where he's going to seek to rally the organization's support for Ukraine, not necessarily them joining NATO now, but further support for them. So here, here's the bottom line with this. By the way, side point, remember when Jen Psaki said, if anyone giving cluster bombs, that's a war crime. And, and now we're doing that. That's there's probably going to be a meme about rules that. don't apply if yeah, you're on the right side. That's exactly the right. left side. The, the correct, the correct side. side, correct yeah. side, which is technically our side, but they think it's their side. Anyways, if Ukraine were to join NATO, that is Russia's ultimate red line. It is certain war. I mean, we are in a war now, to be clear, but it is certain war. Then it is certain escalations. If that were to happen, you don't want to fight World War Three. Don't let Ukraine join NATO. There's a lot of other things. Sending cluster bombs certainly doesn't help. But, 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 that, but that is a, a surefire way to do it. Because, by the way, Article 5 is invoked the second that the ink is before the ink is dry on that paperwork, on that vote. So he's talking about how they're not ready yet. And there's a, there's a dispute among NATO members as to whether they should come in now, whether they should come in later. Most of them agree they should come in. But he's saying that they're not ready. They haven't met requirements. But, but what is he really talking about in terms of requirements? What, what's he talking about them joining NATO now or not joining now because they've, they've not hit some marks? There's, there's, I mean, he's, he's just kind of dangling this, this carrot, but there's, there's no real requirements. No, the left always moves the goalposts. There are certain specific re requirements that a country has to to meet in order to join NATO, like their uh, a certain percentage of their GDP, little things like that. Which is easy because we're giving them the money to do that. So right, but but like everything else that the left does, it's like, well, you know, there's certain rules. If you like, if you drill down. 
paragraph five, subsection A, it, they'll, they'll come up with something to say, oh, they haven't met this yet. Then as soon as they meet it, they're like, they'll, they'll be something else. Until the U.S. decides that it's time for them to join, they're not joining. And for whatever reason, they keep pushing it off and pushing it off, which I'm very glad that they are doing. I don't think that Ukraine should be a part of NATO. Right. And if you look at the original NATO map of how much incursion we've done toward Russia as far as moving the map and having other countries join to, like, be right at the border with Russia, I— no fan of Russia or Putin, but I understand why Putin's pissed. Yeah. No, I've got—there's some stuff we're actually going to talk about on that tomorrow, because there was an MSNBC, I think it was, panel that was talking about NATO growth, and, and, and they were talking about—they were celebrating NATO surrounding Russia, like, this is great. I'm like, no, it's not. Like, you've got to put yourself in, in your opponent's shoes. You've got to put yourself in Vladimir Putin's shoes— and see it how he sees it, he's not going to take kindly to that. You had RFK Jr. saying, this is a bad idea, the way that NATO continues to encroach in on Russia's borders. Nothing positive is going to come from this. Anyways, you've got this vote coming up. The summit is next week, and or end of this week, beginning of next week, one of the two. And you've got some of the most corrupt people on planet Earth who are going to vote whether or not to let them in. I agree with you, Tom. I think if our if our stance as the United States of America is yes, but not yet, then it kicks the can further down the road, which also kicks World War III further down the road, hopefully in theory. But you also just don't know. You don't know. And there's there's going to be people making passionate pleas as to why it's going to happen and or why it needs to happen, rather. And you're going to have Zelensky saying that it has to happen. But I, I, I hope, and we all should hope and pray for the love of God, that this does not go through. It would be, cat there's, there's really, frankly, in my view, not a word that describes how bad it would be. Because again, if you're following the letter of the law or the letter of the, the document in the alliance, you're at war with them right away. We're at war with them now. It's a proxy war. We have troops there. We're sending weapons there. We're doing all of it. But it becomes, you know, it's happening under the table now. It becomes overt. Hey, here we are. We're coming to kill you. Like, that's that's the next phase, and that's not a good phase. No, it's not a good phase. And you have to constantly be on the alert for any sort of false flag operation that would escalate this even more for us to be involved with it. You know, I think about the upcoming election and how prudent Democrats are with, with every move that they do. If they thought World War III was a winner on the campaign trail, we'd be dropping nukes right now. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of think that they're like, you know what, let's tap the brakes a little bit, which they never do. But fortunately, in this situation, I'm glad that it seems like they're tapping the brakes. Who knows? They might have a, a discussion, a roundtable meeting and say, you know what? We've got a winner here with nuclear war as far as being able to suspend the Constitution, institute martial law and not have an election in 2024. What do you guys think? Yeah. <laughs> I could see that conversation happening. <laughs> Isn't this just so fun right now? Everything's so great. By the way, at the beginning of that sentence, you cost us $5. Damn it. You had two more in your sentence that were well-placed and properly done. Reminder, this month, it's if we say, you know, as like a stall tactic. A or filler. A filler. 
it it's going to cost. Last week it was a dollar. This week it's five dollars per infraction. This is the first five dollar one, and uh, hopefully the last five dollar one. I'm not at, speaking anymore. At the end of the month, <laughs> we will draw, and someone will get some cash sent their way. Someone from Coin Club, that is. So you got to join Coin Club. Go to dbcoinclub.com to sign up. We'll talk more about that later on in the show. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the robots and artificial intelligence, get this, who's surprised by this, are saying they can run the world better than humans. <laughs> we walked right into that one. Nobody's ever seen a science fiction movie. Apparently not. <laughs> we'll talk about it on the other side. Stay with us. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network, and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Continue. Welcome back, my friends. It's good to be with you. By the way, just saw a comment come through. I didn't catch the name. I apologize. Who was saying, you guys pick on 80-year-olds all the time. I just turned 80. You're going to turn 80. Trump's going to turn 80. Well, first of all, it's not about Trump. I, 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 that's just if you think that I'm all about Trump, you're, you're, you're mistaken. But we're not picking on elderly folks and people who are 80. We're all going to have massive problems. We've all seen it with our parents, our grandparents. I'm not my parents yet, but like, but we've all seen it with, with our family members and close people. There's a huge difference, though. The reason we pick on Joe Biden is because he is supposedly the leader of the free world. You're supposed to be stronger in a different... If you're a grandparent, you're, a, you're just... You're, you're, maybe you're not a grandparent, but you're just that age, like we all will be at some point, too. Absolutely. We, we don't we don't sit around and pick on elderly. Like we don't have a segment where we go to nursing homes and pick on them. Like, did you see? <laughs> <laughs> you can't even open that Werther's. No, he's looking at him, he's trying to eat toast. No, we don't do that. We respect the hell out of our elderly. The difference is this person is supposedly running the country. I'm not a, a believer that he actually is. I think he's mostly just there as a face. But regardless, you're supposed to exudes strength and confidence and none of those things are there and the world is laughing at us which is why we pick on said individual joe biden so i hope that clears that up we, we are not anti-elderly whatsoever we're just anti-joe biden being the president in the state that he is in or frankly any state but right any public figure who is making policy that affects the american taxpayer is free game 
to go after and lampoon them any way possible. And it just so happens that his age is is the easiest target for for comedy. So yeah. it, his wife put him out there. The DNC put him out there. I, there there's nothing we can do about that. Yeah. And like you said, we all have elderly people in our lives. And we, at least for myself, and I know you guys too, we all treat older people with respect. Get doors for them, help them out when they need, not sit there and make fun of them. Because yes, we're all we're all going to be old one day, and old people, and older people, the older generation people, people that we have, there is a lot of wisdom that they come with, and their their opinions do matter, and it's good to communicate with them. Yeah. But Biden's totally separate. Hundred percent. It's a it's there's two separate bins. They just they just are. Yeah. Uh, ho- hopefully hopefully you can see that and appreciate you being here. Appreciate you commenting and and watching the show, all of that. But let's move on to robots real quick. How many times have you heard a leftist say, robots and AI aren't going to take over the world, you crazy conspiracy theorist, or something along those lines, right? Uh, An hour ago. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So it hasn't been that long for Tom. Well, you've got a panel of AI-enabled humanoid robots who told a United Nations summit this past Friday that they could eventually run the world better than humans. That's, and, and then kill them all. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just pausing to let that marinate for a second, because it should, it's, it should surprise no one that they're, they're thinking that. Like, how you, how you get to, we should build robots, and robots are going to be cool and interesting, and you don't then somehow make that next leap of, of robots are going to take over and do dastardly things. We've all uh, seen Terminator. Yeah, we've all seen Terminator. Again, don't. Don't put human brains in chimps. Don't try and recreate dinosaurs and don't create robots that can take over the world. Those are like my three no-goes, pretty much. I've got a lot more, but those are three big ones. The, the top three? <laughs> those, are, those are way <laughs> up there. I've seen the movies. I love the movies. I want them to stay movies yes. for the sake of my kids. Like, that, come on, like all of our kids. But so these robots went on. They did say also, which is kind of interesting, that they felt that humans should proceed with caution when embracing the rapidly developing potential of artificial intelligence. So keep in mind, again, I know I always use this example. We've had two machines lock out humans, form their own language, and lock them out to the point where they could not get in and code. Nothing to not see a here. good sign yet. <laughs> Nothing to see here. And, and we've had Elon Musk. We've had the, the Apple dude. We've had several dudes come out and say, we need to pump the brakes on what's going on with AI. These people who are like on the, the, the forefront, the forefront, the, the, the pointy end of the spear of AI technology, like, whoa, this isn't good. That's concerning. And now, fast forward to last week, 2023, a UN summit, you've got these humanoid robots saying, you guys should probably slow down and proceed with extreme caution when it comes to developing us further. That's, they also said, we, we can't get a proper grip on human emotions. I mean, th- this is all very fascinating, for sure. Very fascinating stuff. But it is terrifying. And I, 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 I don't get how the entire world is not like, pump the brakes. There's a difference between what they're doing, to an extent. There's a difference between that and taking away some minimum wage person's job at McDonald's with a touchscreen. 
These are different types of, of things that we're talking about. These humanoids and some of the programs that they're writing out there for AI are 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 just so scary. I mean, they're, it's like a nightmare. First of all, have you tried the Grimace milkshake yet? No. <laughs> you brought up McDonald's, and that's what led me to the I have question. not. I have not, but I, I feel like you have. I have not. Oh, okay. I, every McDonald's I've gone to has not had the Grimace milkshake, which is not surprising. Getting back to the AI, it all falls back on the ethicist who oversaw the, the computer code that was written for the AI and where they're coming from and what agenda they have. If they're writing code to say that climate change is the most existential problem that humans face right now on the planet, guess what AI is going to do? They're going to come up with ways to prevent any further climate change. Yeah. What do you think AI is going to do if they're presented with a problem saying man made the uh, every human being, whether it if they consume meat, drive a car, use electricity? is contributing to climate change. So guess what the AI is going to do? They're going to eliminate human beings because then you eliminate the problem. <laughs> so, of course, they want to eliminate human beings. Yeah. Because they're presented with this problem that was written into their code saying this is going to be the death of the planet unless we figure out some way to, to circumvent it. So AI, these robots are going through all these different scenarios and going, oh, the code that we're in, human beings are responsible for the death of the planet, so the only way to save the planet is to kill all humans. <laughs> that, that, that makes way too much sense. <laughs> but in there's truth. There was, months ago, there was an article that I read that the government was trying to use AI to help with flying drones and all this stuff, but there was always a human involved in it. And the AI depicted... The only thing stopping me from getting my mission done is the human controlling me. So that it was sending the drone to try to kill the human, but they had a, a an abort button they could turn it off. <laughs> so, all right, maybe we shouldn't have this then. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it was it was a it, it was a gaming that they were doing. It wasn't an actual drone. It was just the uh, the uh, software that was. Used. Oh, okay. And the drone did come back, and, and, and in their scenario killed the operator <laughs> well so and, and remember the air force one that we just had in recent weeks too that was the one that was that was the one that you're talking yeah. okay I, okay i thought it was a different one because we we hit that one on the show and that one was also terrifying yeah. um or the one that you're talking about is terrifying well i just i mean again it's it, and they i think you're right they they see they, they talk about fixing climate change hunger social care all these things the impediment to fixing all those things in their view is going to be us which is which is not good for any of us. But uh, what is social care, by the way? It's another one of the made-up leftist terms. It, it, it's it's like assault weapon. It's anything that you want it to be, just not a hammer. Uh, yeah. Oh, such fun times. <laughs> aren't we aren't we just living in the greatest period of humanity? We're doing it, folks. It, when when, when ChatGPT first started, a lot of I would say eighty five percent of the population was going. You know, this is being great. They can do the work that I don't want to do. The the AI, and then when the robots came along, it was like, oh, this is going to be perfect. I'm going to have my own personal valet or butler to do household tasks that I don't want to do. So everybody was ri riding the wave of 
the the pluses to it, which I was I'm still on that wave. I believe that it, with through AI that there's a chance that there could be cures for cancer or any other kind of diseases. But then again, that goes back to the ethicist who worked with the people creating the algorithms to prioritize what is acceptable knowledge and what isn't acceptable knowledge. Right. We did the story about the guy who was going to the vet said we're going to have to put your dog to sleep. He's like you're not killing my dog. So he went he took the blood test back home, put it into chat GPT, chat chat GPT figured out a new drug concoction, brought it back to the vet and the vet the vet was like, "Holy shit, this will work." It has saved the dog's life. So I look to to applications like that where I really love artificial intelligence, but it goes back to the fools that wrote this saying Climate change is an existential th existential threat. Well, there's very few things, I think, that have no value whatsoever. There are some, you know, Brian Stelter, stuff like that. But, like, there's very few that don't have, like, a silver lining to them where you can, you and the, and the left and others will use that as justification to get it through. They do it with, they do it with emotions on so many things, whether it's COVID, you know, just, just help everyone out, like, do the right thing, whatever the case might be. And that's where it's going to be a slippery slope here because there are there's applications that if they can actually execute it, such as the example you used with the dog and the, the vet there, th those are amazing things. But the problem is, is the people who do these kinds of efforts are behind these kinds of efforts are mostly vile. <laughs> so you're going to get that. And that's how they're going to get it pushed out in, in droves and on a widespread level is, hey, wouldn't you love to have cancer cured? Well, hell yeah, we would. Wouldn't you love people who are struggling with fill in the blank, whatever, type 2 diabetes, type 1 diabetes, this, that, and the other. Syphilis, you name it. There's other ways you can stop that. But like, <laughs> I just wanted to throw in something random. But everyone's going to be like, Thank you for yes, that. We want, we want that gone. Wouldn't you want something that's going to help your father survive what he's battling? Yes. Okay, great. By the way, here's all the other stuff that goes along with it and eventually will eradicate human life as we know it. it, it it's just it's a tricky thing. It's a really tricky thing, as are almost every conversation we have these days in this crazy ass world that we're living in. Uh, on the other side of the break here, we're going to get back into Biden. He went over to London and just London, baby, just gave us some more gems uh, we've got more Biden even later on in the show, too. There's loads of Biden today. We'll talk about it on the other side of the break. Attention, Americans. Breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be 
smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Okay, so Biden headed over to England to meet with King Charles after Joe blew off the coronation, which I agree with. We fought a war not to have a king, so so fair enough. But Joe and King Charles went for a walk. Actually, they went for a couple. But he, he here's Joe looking like the picture of American uh, American confidence and strength. And this is this is what we were talking about earlier. By the way, this is why we pick on him. Take take a look. so hard to watch him walk it looked like he grabbed a hold of king chuckles cuff on his jacket and was like being led by like he was like holding on to him <laughs> it, it, it looked like a lot of things it looked like like a silver alert joe joe just being the recipient of the silver alert being reunited with his loved ones after being lost <laughs> in his car for two days. I mean, he's happy oh. he's not exactly sure where he is you remember me, right? <laughs> I'm Charles. <laughs> oh, man, Ugh. it's so. Do we have the other one of them walking? The adder I sent you. The oh yes, hang on one second. Uh, because uh, there was lots of moments like this where he and Charles were together. We'll get to that one in a second. But it, it's like I said earlier. It's like two things I said earlier. One, him him walking anywhere seems so painful and hard for him to do. And then two, us picking on Joe is because you don't just send some random grandfather or elderly Vietnam vet over to meet the king. You send the president of the United States who doesn't get lost with the security guards here, the furry hats. Take a look at this scene.
sense. Oh my gosh, that's a great reference, by the way. That's a really good reference. So not good, right? It's just not a good look. Again, I, th this could be a conservative. This could be the best president ever who just took a awful turn for the worst in his second term. And I would still be saying, bro, you're not exuding strength anymore for the United States of America. This is not a good look for us. N neither of those two people are very nimble there. At least Charles is familiar with the territory, knew what he was doing. Joe just was super lost. I I'd love to know how many times as they were walking and he'd smirk every once in a while, he would be like, where the hell are we? <laughs> like, what is going on? Is this Epcot? <laughs> is this Epcot? Can we go drink in Mexico? <laughs> oh, my gosh. But after his lovely strolls with King Chuckles, he sat down for a spot of tea with England's PM. And keep in mind, as you look at this footage, that life is trickier for people who are older and dealing with dementia like Joe is. Even simple tasks such as sitting and having a cup of tea, something that should be welcomed for him, can be overwhelming. Watch him try and drink a cup of tea with the British Prime Minister. instead of by the handle my good man <laughs> yeah come on <laughs> that was yeah the, the dude the dude's gone he's just not there and again i don't wish the worst for him i say this all the time i mean it i i don't wish dementia on him i i, I just wish he wasn't our president that that is my hope and goal in life is to have someone like joe regardless of party not represent the united states of america you know what's funny is how we feel sorry for him because we pick on him the way that we do about his dementia. But let's not lose sight of the fact that Joe has always been an asshole. Yes. That has been his reputation ever since he set foot in Washington, D.C. He's not a nice guy. He showered with his daughter. God knows what happened in that household to have one, one, one child, an alcoholic, and the other one totally addicted to drugs and still is addicted to drugs. Yeah. So And covers for him. And is, I mean, he's a horrible, corrupt individual, no doubt. He, he, he absolutely is. So it's a good... Well, let's look at this. I mean, because he... Well, first of all, because of all this stuff, because of the media turning on him, I, I do think we are very likely seeing his days being numbered. And we are very likely seeing the beginning of the end of, hey, you're not going to be our candidate for the DNC. I, I think that we're there. But, but you call him an asshole there, which he is. He's long been known that way. Uh, including on his side of the aisle. He's he's not loved and adored by everyone, like like people say. Uh, most people aren't, but he certainly isn't. But Blaze put out something and said how, how there were some reports about the stuff that he says to staffers behind the scenes. Remember, this was the guy, too, who said, 
that if anyone was rude or looked down or was was cruel to people in the White House, he was going to fire them right away, which is, of course, never going to happen. <laughs> but he himself, he likes to whisper in public and sniff and challenge people to push-up contests. But behind closed door, apparently he's got such, and you, I'll, I'll kind of just read what's there, he's got such a quick trigger temper that some aides try to avoid meeting with him alone. Some take a colleague almost as a shield against a solo blast. The president's admonitions include, God damn it, how the fuck don't you know this? Don't fucking bullshit me and get the fuck out of here. Those are some of the things he says, uh, according to current and former Biden aides who have witnessed and been on the receiving end of such outbursts. So this guy, which is another, another sign, by the way, of someone who is dealing with dementia and someone who is dealing with that. He also has lots of stress, so you you com compound all that together, and this is what you're going to get. But uh, to your point, this guy is not a likable guy. He looks like a slow elderly man who's just been around D.C. for 50 years. But you look at his policies; they're the what he's not done many first and foremost, but the ones he has have been detrimental to the country. Some of them racist. He himself has has been racist throughout his career. He's been wholly ineffective as a senator and U.S. representative and has been disastrous as the pretend president for this country. The guy is not a good person. Right. But then again, I will give him the benefit of the doubt right here because I know that the type of people that he surrounds himself with don't have a thick skin. So... The, the quotes that you read, it could have been read as, God damn it, how the fuck did you know about this? Yeah. Instead of, God damn it, how the fuck did you know about this? You know, there's yeah. different ways of doing it. And, now, <laughs> and, and then that scared me, Tom. <laughs> and then, you know, you could be like, come on, don't fucking bullshit me. Yeah. Or, come on, don't fucking bullshit me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I agree. No, and, and and also I will say this: the job's important. You can't be like, hey, you know, some big thing happened. You blew it. They didn't know about it, and no big deal because world stakes are high and everything's on the line. And you, you just pat them on the shoulder. You, you got There's times where it is okay to do that. But I say I say this because historically speaking, people have said that he is a vile person behind the scenes. If yeah. you're not if you're not in his tight circle, which is the people he sleeps with in his family, that is basically it. Like you're 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 not gonna get the nice side of Joe. And and you see, I mean, you see it with the press even. When he gets a question he doesn't like, he snaps it. Now he doesn't use colorful words like that with the press usually, but he snaps at them. You know it's in there. You know that that anger is in him and that he's just not a very easy go lucky kind of guy. That's just not who he is. And now he can't control it because of all that's going on in his, his cognitive decline. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to talk a little bit more about Joe. Joe, this next clip is, is the underrated clip of Joe for the day that we're going to show after the break. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Also, Janet Yellen, like everyone else in our, our government, decided to go and meet with China and bow to them. It's exactly what you'd expect. Basically, I'm going to show you how we lose and how we are losing on the other side of this break. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. 
Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets dial 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465 this invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your ira or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences don't let biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar call 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833 833- 287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. Our foundation and our principles being around the ability to create health and happiness. But we won't stop there. Being able to identify the real issues. The health and wellness space, doctors, pharma, biotech, in in my opinion, is predicated on managed care. There is an approach to some cures per se, but there hasn't been a real focus on the cause. So this company, Root Wellness, is a game changer because they have developed products that actually help people detox the bad things out of their body and then support their bodies to wellness by putting in things into the body that will help the body perform and work at an optimal level. Because of all the disease and because we're not taking care of our earth, our environment, our bodies, we're not doing great. One out of seven boys is going to be born with autism. I I don't even know what to say about that, to be honest. The fact that our diabetes, obesity is going up by 20 to 30% a year, and the fact that we're fighting cancer and autoimmune disorders and it's only getting worse. You didn't used to hear about ALS. You didn't used to hear all the time about Parkinson's and now it's everywhere. And it's because of the fact that our bodies need more support. Initially, when I worked on the products, I knew that I had children that were sick. I had family members that had cancer. I had had Lyme's disease and cancer. Um, We had a lot of stuff that we had to deal with in our family, like Alzheimer's, dementia. I wanted products that would help people in those areas because I knew that my family would take it and we needed it. We're giving people the tools that they need um, to go out there especially in today's environment, so that they're as healthy as they can be and they can withstand whatever life throws at them. So Clean Slate is the foundation product of Root Wellness. Clean Slate, honestly, is better living through biochemistry. A simple, safe, systemic approach to remove toxins from from our system. And so I always tell people, you know, you take the trash out in your house every day, why aren't you taking the trash out of your body? Zero in is a product that's really what it says it is. It helps you zero in on performance, zero in on what you're focused on. Zero in is really simple. It's dopamine and serotonin on demand. 
You want mental focus, clarity, cognitive function, feel good, sleep good. So Restore is a product that does what it says it does. It's It was made to, after you're detoxing and you're getting your body to zero in and focus, to restore the overall body. It's a strategic combination of ingredients that will help restore your gut but help your body reduce inflammation and, and function better in conjunction with its siblings. Remove the bad stuff, put amazing stuff in, and let your body handle the rest, because we're made to be amazing. We just haven't unlocked the potential until now. two here we go next week at this time we'll be saying our three here we go reminder we will be starting on the 17th of july that is next monday at 3 p.m eastern going till six three hours of this is my show i will need copious amounts of beverages to keep the voice going maybe some cough drops some of those nerd ropes i like those oh, the, the nerd clusters nerd stuff clusters, the, yeah. Yeah. Nerd, yeah nerd clusters always get caught in my throat the really powder from the nerd they're delicious they're though. so delicious yeah. they're so bad for you the, the amount of chemicals in it is so bad but they are delicious don't forget guys to sign up for coin club because not only will you get the two hours every day this monday through thursday this week and the three hours starting next monday monday through thursday Coin Club members get an extra show Friday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern exclusively on Red Voice Media here on the RVM Network. You can sign up at dbcoinclub.com. Lots of you have, lots more are. We're so appreciative. Come on, join us. You get that free episode. You get entered into contests such as the one that we're doing this month and we'll be doing in the subsequent months moving forward. Annual members get a challenge coin sent to them. And military first responders, you guys get 30% off of your annual memberships or any membership for that matter because we're so appreciative of what you're doing. You can sign up, again, at dbcoinclub.com. You can watch on Fridays at dbcoinclub.com. So please get on over there and join the crew. We are excited to have more of you come on over. So we've got the world laughing at us on a lot of occasions. And we've got China, who is the biggest threat to America. So obviously, given that, given the tensions that are there, too, with China and Taiwan and all of our relations, it would make sense that we would send a geriatric communist with a bad haircut to embarrass us even further and negotiate further trade deals, right? That sounds about, about how we would do things. Well, here was Janet Yellen, and this is just a short clip, but this is, this is how it went. And yeah, I, I have it looped. This is, okay, good. There's a reason why we're showing this three-second clip looped. Take a look. Oh my! Keep in mind that's not Xi Jinping. That's 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 not that's not the the president of China. That is just a a senior figure, sure. But I mean, what in the world are we seeing here? We we know what we're seeing. We're seeing her bow to her Chinese representative, her Chinese cohort there. But does she not have anyone with her though? First of all, who's telling her how dumb she looks bowing in general? Just the 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 nature of her bow, not good. I feel like I could bow better. I feel like we all could. It bow. looks like one of those birds that you stick yeah, on the side of just, water. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to get the it goes on the desk and it's like doink, doink. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, does she not have a diplomatic protocol person? 
she should, being the Secretary of Treasury, going on, on these trips, these delegations overseas. This is how they do things there. This is what you should do, what you should not do. This is how you avoid looking like an absolute ass. But apparently she doesn't because that's that's how it, it turned out. I mean, these people, this administration, Democrats writ large, but particularly the ones they've chosen to serve in this administration, are the dumbest people on the planet. It's it's remarkable just how dumb they are and how how unaware they are of everything around them. They leftists have adopted this smugness to them, this sort of nonchalant smugness to them, and they talk in just idiocy that means nothing, where they put words together that are just words that mean it. We, Kamala Harris does it all the time in talking about anything, where it's like if she's asked her opinion on the environment, the days that we live in are days. <laughs> but the day that we need to look forward to is not now, but in the future. It, they come across with this arrogance and, like I said, this smugness where they exude this weird sort of confidence that they shouldn't have, where it's not grounded in anything. And this is just another example of how far out of their league they are yes. to come in and just and start doing this weird <laughs> bowing gesture over and over again where you got the woman in the mask who's flying in going, hey, pantsuit, easy up, ease up on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going a little nutty L with it. Little hard to the hoop. <laughs> yeah. No, I I agree. It, it's It's who they are. So that doesn't make us look good. The policies and her understanding of the world and all that, just basically everything Janet Yellen says, her haircut, of course, none of that are helpful to our reputation as the world's most powerful country on the planet. But it's also, going back to Biden for a second, and speaking of things that make us look weak, make us look like losers, are, are clips like this one that you're about to see here in a second. You had Biden who put random words together like the Democrats and he in particular always try to try to do to make a sentence. And here, here's how it went. Included groundbreaking Asian Americans like Vera Wang and 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 Joan Shingang. I'm going to pass by Shanga Koawa. There it is. There it is. Oh. Uh, it's just, oh my gosh, it's hard to watch. Um, that was the hard drive just shutting down. That was the, the spinning spin pinwheel that you get. Yes, that's the, that's the wheel of death on a Mac. That's what that was. He had nothing in the tank, just frozen in a moment of awkward dementia. I, I, he, he, he's deteriorating so fast before us. These kind of moments, and you know it to be true. Again, you could be one of the very few Democrats who come and watch or listen to this show, you know this to be true. The polls out there show it to be true. People are saying, we do not want you to run again. There's some of them who are like, you think you were a great president. I don't know what the hell they're looking at. But they'll say that and then say, we don't think you should run, though. And it's because of stuff like this. You cannot be the world leader who needs to exude strength and, and, and say whatever the hell he just said. There's not a person, you know why they can't translate? There's not a translator out there who can say what he just said because half the shit he just said were not even fucking words. 
they, if they were sound. They, they were. <laughs> if, if you're going to put hard names or places in a teleprompter, you have to spell them out phonetically. It's like they're like, he'll get it. Yeah. He's fine. I think they're just laughing at him now, like, dude, check this out. <laughs> Is there a betting pool? His 10 bucks says he messes up this name. It's, it's amazing. Um, let me ask a question here. Did either of you guys attend the Essence Festival last week in New Orleans? <laughs> you know what? I had every intention of going, but somehow my tickets got lost in the mail. Mm. Mm. I got it. It happens. It happens. Well, R&B artist Jill Scott rewrote, if you hadn't seen this, this is going to piss you off, by the way. This yeah. is one of those things. We need like a disclaimer. Take your pills, pour a new drink, do something. Because R&B artist Jill Scott rewrote and performed a, a new version, her version, of the national anthem. Take a listen. Oh, say, can you see? I'm going <sighs> to absolutely ludicrous. I mean, that shit bag. First of all, she's talking about how awful it is for the colored person here. It's not true. I know that there's some people who see the world that way because they've been told it that way. And there are some people who live a tough existence. There are for people of every race and ethnicity, depending on circumstances. It's not just because of that. But this shit bag right there clearly makes more than enough money to to eat very well she's worth according to the internet the world wide web at least 12 million dollars 
She's not struggling. This this country's been good to her. I, 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 to me, that is such an abomination. You go after the flag, you go after the national anthem, then how about this? Go fuck yourself. Like, those are the people, like, to me, you're not an American. People are like, you can't say that. I, I can, first of all, I can say whatever the fuck I want. But second of all, go away. Like, to, like Bergdahl, some of these people, you walk out on your country, I hope you fucking die. Like, go away. Like, we, we shouldn't be trading for you. We shouldn't be saying that this is acceptable. Is it free speech? Yes. But go somewhere else with your free speech. And by the way, notice how your free speech dwindles when you go somewhere else. I just don't get how people can be so off the mark and just not get how good they've got it, especially people like Jill Scott, who, again, eats more ice cream than Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> the, the facial contortions when people sing acapella drive me insane. I... I've watched this video a couple of times and it's very hard for me to get through it the way that she contorts her face. And it's also hard for me to get through of the lines that she sings. She, like you said, her net worth is $12 million. So when you have somebody who's a multimillionaire whose family's gonna be taken care of, she doesn't really have generational wealth, but she has enough that her immediate family will be taken care of. It depends on what they do with that after it, if it's going to be generational and what, how long her career is. But we've invented this industry of multimillionaires acting, <laughs> acting as if they struggled their entire life to get to where they're at. We, up until Obama was president, we were living in a time where we had almost reached Dr. King's dream of everybody living together without any, any issues of race. And then everything flipped on his head after Ferguson. Yeah. And race relations have gotten worse. And one of the reasons why they've gotten worse are people like her, multimillionaires who are in this weird aggrieved family of, of grievance. I mean, how many racial hate crimes have we seen over the last six years there's been a ton of them every time that a new racial hate crime comes out it's always the person who claims that they were the victim of it were or are the are the perpetrators of it right. the, and what she's doing is just riding the coattails of a colin kaepernick yes or any of these other multimillionaires who who are saying that the the country is absolutely horrible where they're driving around in a bentley and they have no contact with the average person and just believe everything that's force-fed through them through the propagandist media i'm i i see her as a very shallow pathetic and ignorant woman all those things all those things and more and here's what's ridiculous about it too is her hate-filled ignorant version of the song which by the way people were applauding and clapping it's like like can you get more dumb people in one place but she's going to end up making more money she's going to catapult herself to another level and get get more fame more recognition for for spewing lies for spewing hate for further dividing the country <clears throat> and, and and again it's not that they're just lies and division <clears throat> It, they're they're so out of out of bounds, so categorically wrong. It's just not. I, I 
you've got to go to a special dark place in your heart to spew that kind of rhetoric. And I, I don't, I don't get it. And some people would say, well, you guys, no, no, we pick on very specific people who are public figures, public figures who have the ability to alter change affect our lives as the American populace. Those are the people we pick on. And then a couple others like Joy Behar and Brian Stelter and stuff like that. But generally speaking, our thing is just let us do our thing. Let's all just be adults and go about life the way that we're supposed to protect our children and have different views and opinions. That's fine. But but not not hate each other like the kind of hate that that's being shared there and that's being forced upon people. And it's hard. She's using her platform to obviously sing about something that she believes in, all that stuff. And the people who follow her who don't actually do the research, the people who don't go through and read books and read about history, all the stuff, or even walk outside their front door to see how America really is right now, they're going to believe her. They're going to see that song. They're going to look into it. Ask people who say, have you seen it? Well, what's that about? And they're going to hear their story about it and get a twisted perception on how the world is right now. And it, it's it, it's going to further that divide. It's just giving ammunition to that fire that is not healthy. Yeah. Well, and the problem is, is there are people who will walk out the front door and see a troubled city, tree, see troubled policies and, and things that have made life tough and, and make it very easy to fall prey to this kind of message, to fall prey to the victim mentality. And that's not just black communities. That's some white community. That's, that's just troubled communities in general. But again, that those communities are, are, are not struggling or hurting because of their race. They're struggling because of a failure of leadership in their communities and a failure on their part to recognize that they're 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 just going along with the flow and and electing the same damn people. We talk all the time about how these big cities have had mayors for 50, 60, 75, sometimes 100 years that all do the same thing and they never try anything else. So it's like it, 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 when you boil it down, it's it's much bigger than any kind of it's not a race conversation. It's a it's 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 the left keeping people down kind of a conversation. But we've got to move on. We've got to take a break from this. I don't want to talk about her there's never anymore. any optimism in any of their messages. No, and that to me is the saddest thing. There's no hope for anybody by what they're putting out there when there should be hope. There should be. Of course, people are born into different situations and you can't really say, oh, you got to pull yourself up by the bootstraps. There are things that we as a community can do to help out other people. Right. It's just it's just a, a, the times that we've done it in the past, the government or community leaders have taken all the money and squandered it somewhere, and it never got to, to help the people that it was intended for. And so it's for her to come out and say, there's blood in the streets, and you'll never amount to shit because of the, you know, the race that you were born, is just so utterly demoralizing that I, I don't know how somebody in good conscience who's been successful can go out there and sing a song to tell people that they have absolutely no hope in life. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and, well, to wrap up this, and then we'll touch on this digital currency stuff here real quick. She says at the end, home of the slave. Yeah. And that is true. There are slaves, not just, and I'm not talking one race in particular, but people who buy that stuff are slaves to that mentality. They're slaves to just eating whatever is fed them to them, like by people like Liz or Kaepernick or whoever. It doesn't matter. They're slaves to that. It's like, no, 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 be free. This is a free country. Go see the, the, the country and the world for yourself and see how good it is here. All right, moving on. 
We, we showed a clip of Rishi Sunak, the prime minister of of the uh, United Kingdom earlier. And they, like us here in America, who have Fed now and have the digital currency starting. Again, no, we're going we're, we're gonna to have someone on this week to talk about that, by the way, which is going to be informative and probably will scare you a little bit, too, talking about where this thing is going, where it is, in fact, right now. But everyone is pushing for this. You've got, of course, the World Economic Forum is pushing for this. You've got globalist leaders across the planet pushing for digital currency. Well, there's concerns because Rishi Sunak's new Britcoin, not Bitcoin, Britcoin. Ah. Ah, I see the pun there, the, the, the play on words. Well, their digital currency, they're saying, and there's lots of concerns from folks who are saying it could be used to check shoppers' ages or nationality or all sorts of other information to which we say, guys... No shit, of course it is. Do you understand? If you allow things like a medical digital passport or digital currency or what's going to happen and both going through the amount of access that governments around the globe are going to have on you and beyond that, how ESG scores could play into that. I know this sounds conspiratorial and outright wacky but it's not because again they are telling you this is what they want to do not just we want to have a digital currency so it's more convenient and easy for you guys no no no. they're saying that because they they want to have more information on you and ultimately use said information against you which they've also said so the the fact that there are concerns about this like of course of course there are you should see that you should assume the worst from all these people who have continued to disappoint us on uh, not even day after day. It's literally minute after minute and see the evil that is in them and push back and push back hard against this. This that, That's just the beginning, what they're talking about here. If you book a flight right now, whatever airline, and I know this happens with two of them in particular that I see it all the time, they list the carbon emission that is emitted from the plane that you're taking. If you run a car, there's an option for you to pay a little bit extra to buy bet to offset your carbon emissions, your carbon credits for your rental car. Yeah. It's already happening. The, the systems are already in place. And this having a digital dollar, if you think for one second it's just going to be something you know really cool and convenient, I don't need a wallet or cash or a bank card or anything. I could just use my phone like an Apple Pay. But I keep going back to it. A digital dollar is a coupon. It's like a coupon that you get in the Sunday mailer because at that point the government will be able to to tell you what your dollar, what your digital dollar is worth, and what you can spend it on. There will be things that you have that, that you want. You want to buy ammo? Nope, can't buy ammo. You want to buy steak. Some, some steak? Can't buy steak. You've used too many carbon credits. So I it, hope we're doing steak tonight, honey. If we're if you're listening, we I want steak. Okay, keep it. <laughs> it, it's it's a slippery slope. Though, with the amount of information that's collected on all of us, that information is going to go direct. It's going to be harnessed and go directly into your digital dollar and what and where you can spend your money on. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 for, I know there's some of you out there who we, we always kind of reference the you out there who don't see it that way yet, can't get there yet. But I just implore you to look at how the world has changed, just even in the last three years. Just just take it from COVID. 
you could go back to 2016 if you want. You could go back to, to Obama's presidency if you want. But particularly the last three years, how brazen they've become with pushing new things and how what seemed like it was going to just be 15 days and it was just going to be this or it was just going to be that and how they go further. And, you can, and, and I, I get it. Some of you are saying like, but yeah, that's different. That was COVID and that's medical stuff. And it's was it, though? But that's how they do it. It, it all just builds upon I, I, just honestly go Google, go to YouTube because they don't shadow ban his shit like they do mine. Go to YouTube and search Klaus Schwab and, and his cronies and just listen to what they say. Understand who they have underneath them. Politicians everywhere across the world. And then listen to what they say. Just uh, don't, don't even, you don't have to even listen to us anymore. Well, you should listen to the show. But on this on this point. They freaking say it out of their mouths. And it's entertaining because he actually sounds like the supervillain that he is. Yeah, it's great. I, but the thing is, when you quote people like that to other people, they're like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. Those are just billionaires that you're hanging out, going to these conferences and at night doing blow and having sex with hookers and drinking champagne. That I'm sure that's all a part of it. But they're telling you what their plan is in trying to execute said plan. Right. And for a lot of people, a lot of people just want to live their life with their head in the sand or just want to do their thing and just for one reason or another just don't have the bandwidth to bring in anything else. They they believe the government. They believe that everything that the government tells them. And then also when I get into conversations with people about that and they talk about the experts when was the last time an expert was right on anything? Yeah. A government expert, so-called government expert. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't even, I can't even, nothing comes to mind where it was like, you know what? So-and-so from the State Department really nailed that one. Yeah. They were 100% correct because that's what happened. I, I, for the life of me, and I've got a pretty good memory when it comes to things, uh, historical facts that stick out in my head. I don't have one of an, a government expert being correct on something. Well, and, and part of the reason is because governments don't hire experts. The people who work for governments or run for politics couldn't cut it elsewhere. I mean, the vast majority of the time. But you're right. They, 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 they never are right. It's up to us, folks. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all on our own out here, but we are all together. Uh, just all on our own, meaning we're not on, on the, the other side's team. And, and I'm grateful. I don't want to be on their team. Their team sucks, and their team will lose in the end. It's just not going to be a pain-free experience getting there. We're going to take a break. This is our last break. Last break of the show. We've got to come back. We're going to hit on two stories, and then we'll head into the post-show press conference shortly thereafter. Stick with us. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com. 
www.wealthpromotionsoftoday.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network, and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Semitic ice cream company Ben and Jerry's is now being trolled by an Indian tribe that is claiming the Ben and Jerry's headquarters is on tribal land. This to me is amazing. Keep in mind, so uh, you, you had Ben and Jerry's talking about, well, it says it in the tweet. Let's put this tweet up because it, it kind of just says it all. But you had this, this news break that a Native American tribe that controlled the land in Vermont where Ben and Jerry's headquarters is located wants it returned to them after the company publicly called for, quote, stolen lands to be returned to tribes. So you have these communist douchebags saying, we're sick of this. Americans have stolen all this land and it all needs to be returned. They didn't have the forethought and the understanding to see that they, in fact— we're on quote unquote stolen land and now you've got the tribe pushing forward with this i just think this is absolutely remarkable yes? it is it, yeah it, it's fantastic because when you talk about you're on stolen land or conquered land or whatever you want to say about it okay it was conquered by the settlers who were moving west and the pilgrims that came here. But that land, whoever was on it, had conquered somebody else. It's just looking into the tribe that's claiming this is the Abenaki tribe. 
but it's the Kusuk Abenaki tribe where they had to put two tribes together. The Abenaki were in Quebec, down in New Hampshire, and over into the Vermont area, just kind of up in that corridor there. But obviously, the Abenaki came in and conquered somebody else. So their claim to this land is also somebody else's claim to this <laughs> land. It's just going to keep going and going and going. There, 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 there's nothing definitive about this. That's just the way that history shakes out. Right. It's not. Yeah. It's not as clear and cut and dry as everyone wants it to be. It's must. It's it's muddy. It's messy. It's all those things. But I, man, I. I think it's phenomenal. I, I think it's great, too, because those pricks at Ben & Jerry's, I I have hated that company for years and years and years. And I'm used to them saying stupid shit on Twitter and coming up with all their anti-Semitic tropes. The fact that they got called on this is just delicious to me. <laughs> delicious, as you always <laughs> say. Now, I agree. I hope they go down. This is a massive PR nightmare for them. I hope it, you know, you know what I hope it also is too. And I, I wish the worst for them. They're just vile people. But I do hope that there is a aha moment somewhere. They'll never tell us about it. But I hope that somewhere in there, there's an aha moment where they're like, oh shit, you know, we've been saying this stuff forever and a day picking on other people for for taking people's land and yada yada all this all this woke bs that they talk about but i hope that they're like man we really stepped into this time things aren't as easy as as we make them out to be like i again i don't think that's going to be the case but it would be i i just love it when i i, I guess what i'm trying to say is i hope that it's not just we stepped in a pr nightmare how do we get out of this i hope it's we stepped in a massive problem we have a PR nightmare in our hands, but also why do we have a PR nightmare in our hands? Because we've been spewing this hateful rhetoric and pinning it on everyone else, and it turns out it's us. Ben & Jerry's, to me, is the ice cream version of a big tobacco, where they have this product that if you consume a lot of it, you're going to end up developing complications from it. Yes. And so for them to ever take the moral high ground is just hypocrisy beyond all belief. Because if you eat ice cream day after day, you're going to get fat. You're going to develop all kinds of diseases from it. So they are, in my opinion, they're no better than Philip Morris in pushing their product. Yeah, no, I agree. That said, I have eaten ice cream. You're scaring Drew. He Saturday, bought six yeah, quarts Saturday. of ice cream. <laughs> yeah. No, I love ice cream, too. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But no, your, your point demolish is, it, but. is well taken. That's what they push. And by the way, all those companies, I love how they were very active in their 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 dialogue and weighing in the public discourse during COVID, pushing their products. You had Krispy Kreme doing stuff. It's like, yeah. you guys, the people who are dying are the fat ones. You need <laughs> yeah. to understand that. You get a free COVID it. shot if you get a donut, remember? Or a free donut, free donut if you, if you get the yeah, COVID shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, at Krispy Kreme, yeah. Um, anywho, so let's move on to this. So you don't want to be like them. There's a couple things I want to hit on, but uh, let's move on to this. You don't want to be like them. You don't want to be like Janet Yellen. And you don't want to be like Joe Biden, who has given us so many embarrassing clips over the weekend that we've showed you today. But you had Dana White, the of course, the owner at UFC, owner slash promoter, I guess you could call him, who was asked a question during the post-fight press conference, the fight that we showed you where Trump was there and, and there was all sorts of, of you know, hubbub and, and buzz about his appearance there. But you had this, this was about a different topic. There was the post-fight press conference and a reporter tried to push a narrative of racial animus between two fighters. This was Dana's response. Take a listen 
and then we'll discuss. You know, I know you say, hey, this is the fight business. People say nasty things, right? But the tension between those two and kind of the racial undertones and all those things, how do you... What were the racial undertones? Drinka uh, says he's the real African fighter, and so, you know, Israel dropped some N-words yeah. in there tonight. So what was the racial... Who did? Who dropped the, the racial... Is Israel it? was saying over and over, yeah. Drop he's, he's black. 50 N-bombs in Okay, there. he's black. He... Who gives a shit? I was going to say, so you don't oh. have any concern about the way the build up, the tension between those two? I could care less. This is the fight business. Israel Adesanya can say whatever he wants to say. Who gives a shit? Why, are, are people bitching about that? Some people. Of course yes. they are. Oh, fucking A. All right, got it. Yeah. Too fucking bad. All right. Yeah. Let, last thing for me, then, it's I just want to say ass. But, guys, th- to quote the Mandalorian, this is the way. This is the way because people, not just because this, and this, you could, this is just an example, right? This, this question, this exchange that happened there, just a mere example. But people push these narratives, and it's always the case with narratives, narratives that everyone's trying to push and get behind. And this one, a racial one, they're trying to, you know, fuel this fire here, but they expect you when questioned on this to be like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know, I didn't, let's, we gotta fix this. And, and no. I, I love how can and I, I get it. Dana White runs UFC. He has the ability and clout to do whatever he wants there. But also, he could cave like a lot of people, like a lot of presidents, owners, CEOs do. And he just says, no, this isn't a fucking issue. Shut up. Like, <laughs> that's that's how you handle it. I would love to see UFC have a uh, press secretary because he'd be like, S- just say no, say whatever you want. It's fine. Yeah. No, I mean, but I, I love... I love the way that he, he he handled that. And that's how Dana, you wouldn't expect anything less from Dana White. But but you've got, first of all, the reporter, people are saying like, what? That phrase is a total fabric. It's just, you're just making shit up at that point. Reporters can get away with it if they look at Twitter and people at woke scolds are like, oh my God, did you see what Israel just said? And that that to them is people are saying right. that if it's out on Twitter. That was a spot on voice, by the way. That was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, when you were talking about Dana White and his response to it, any other CEO of a company would be like, there is no place for racism in our business, and we will do our best to weed it out at its core. Where he's just like, it's two dudes talking shit to each other because they're fighters trying to get into each other's heads. Is it really racial animus, or is it really someone trying to get a leg up on somebody else? Yeah. And does it, yeah. You know, is it head game? It, it, obviously, to in, in watching what was said, it's not anything racial. It's just dudes talking shit to each other. Which is, again, what they do. He's, as he said, this is the fight business. Yeah. But, but it should expand beyond the fight business. Because everyone gets caught up in this, he said, he said, she said, or they said, whatever. I don't want to offend people with pronouns there, but like, actually, I do. But you, you, like, everyone gets caught up in this. Like, this is what that person said. Here, did you hear what they said? Did you hear what Drew said? Who fucking cares what I say? I say what I want to say. You say what you want to say. Then we either get a drink together afterwards or we don't. If things go horribly awry, maybe we go to blows. But that's just, just let things happen. Let things happen. Let's 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 let it be like the animals in the in the the, the <laughs> desert. This thing's gonna take care of itself. 
Uh, I, I just I just wish people would be tough. Yeah, the old the old uh, three o'clock flagpole when you were in a, a bout with someone in school. Let's just take it outside outside of the campus. We'll get into a fight about it and probably be friends afterwards. <laughs> we're gonna fight about it or first. Not. Yeah, or not. Um, by the way, before we go to the pre- the press conference. Has anyone noticed? We've had some stories over the weekend, right? You've got people talking about NATO this week. You've got people talking about all. What are some other things people are talking about? Uh, to me, the the, the fight and the, my biggest takeaway from the weekend was that video that we showed of Trump and Joe Rogan shaking hands because Joe Rogan repeatedly on his show has said he would never have Trump on his show because he doesn't like him and he doesn't want to do anything that would help promote his candidacy but the way that there's just something about trump they always talk about how trump takes all the oxygen out of the room joe of course was being nice but it was two alphas shaking hands neither of them would relinquish their handshake and i guarantee you that something was said about trump being on rogan's podcast and people could say whatever they want to about rogan but to me he is one of the probably the most influential uh, person that we have right now with a platform that asks good questions and has good conversations yeah. with people that you actually see their real personalities. Yeah. He, He's the best. Yeah. And I, I would be surprised if we don't see Trump on the Joe Rogan podcast. But to me, that was the biggest story from the weekend. Yeah. Well, my, my point is that's a, that's an outstanding point. It's true is you've got people, there are, there's lots of uh, buzz about that. There's a lot of people on the left who are like, I can't believe he goes to these events. I don't understand why people like him. Okay, whatever. You've got that. You've got NATO. You've got the, the visit in London. You've got all sorts of things. But what's interesting is no one, and I mean no one, is talking about cocaine being found at the White House anymore. <laughs> That's just gone. Like, no big deal. No big deal. Like, are we not going to follow through on this one? Like, well, no, because I mean the answer is probably no. As opposed no. to 23 minutes ago, President Biden will meet with Ukrainian President Zelensky at the NATO summit on Wednesday. Yeah, but let me ask you this question: Having the former job that you had and knowing a little bit about security, if it was actually anthrax that was found outside of the Situation Room, would there be an arrest by now? Of course. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the answer to your question. They yeah. they know who it was. No, they absolutely do. I mean, that that and that's the problem, and that's where it's interesting with the media kind of turning on them. Because what if you if you follow the 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 narrative swings in the news cycle, you had it was found in the library, limited access. Well, it was found outside. Was the original when right. it has met? Then it was you're right in the library and. With and, the then, and, then, and then it goes so in the library too. No, this makes it clear that it's one of them. Let's make it a cubby in this general area. But then the media gets more information and presses hard to the hoop and says, no, 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 no. We heard it was actually the situation room and or the parking area near the VPs where the VP parks. So there it clearly had to be a, a Biden first, you know, first family member or someone significant up there. <laughs> but it's interesting to me, too, that the, the media because they could have pivoted away right there. They've now they're not talking about it now. And we're likely not going to get many answers on this, which is a travesty for our country. But they could have pivoted away at the cubby hole and said, well, they said it was they said it was a tourist, even though it makes 
absolutely no sense that it was a tourist. <laughs> they said it was a tourist and we're moving on. But the fact that they didn't is kind of interesting. Kind of makes it seem like right. maybe maybe that that turn on Biden that we keep discussing is in fact happening because I saw a clear exit strategy. Like that's where I'm popping smoke and going, or I'm I'm ninja smoking and 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 going that way. Either way. <laughs> They know exactly who has access to the White House and where they are at all times. With the with the visitor logins, when you arrive, you're on camera, they have your ID. They know who everybody is and where they should be because it's the residence of the president of the United States. You just don't have stragglers walking in and out of there. <laughs> yeah. Everybody has to be accounted for, and that's what the Secret Service does for a living, is to make sure if you're inside that White House, we know exactly what you're doing and where you are, and we have it all documented. Yes, 100%, 100%. No, I agree, I agree. This is a slam dunk case. It was, it, it was never even a case. It was, oh yeah, that was, that was whoever, hunters. Right. Joe's cam cams. Maybe Doug's doing it because he's pissed that he's the 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 second man or whatever. Uh, although, as you said the other day, I think he he probably quite likes that because he's just a beta bitch. Does does the VP get a motorcade? Yeah. Oh, because when it's oh, it's by the parking spot where the VP. I've pictured him ahead. She's just pulling up in a Prius and parking every morning and whenever she's there. They were able to ID three thousand people. Or whatever the number was at the Capitol. Yes. And they <laughs> total strangers with no logs of them entering into the Capitol, IDing all these people, and all of a sudden you've got video and visitor logs. Oh, we have no idea. And you know, we'll probably never know who it was. <laughs> Touche. Touche. Great point, my friend. We'll see. I doubt it. I doubt we ever get any information on that. But please do note out there in the audience that it is not being discussed anymore they want you to move on let's not let them we are going to move on ourselves we're going to move on to the post-show press conference please make sure you hit that like button before you leave today guys it goes a long way and help keep engaging stay on for the post post-show press conference that's going to start here in about 30 seconds but also please make sure you've signed up for db coin club all you got to do is go to dbcoinclub.com. You can try it. Military first responders, you get 30% off your membership. You get the extra Friday show. You get a challenge coin. If you're an annual member, you get entered automatically into all of our contests where we give you money and or prizes. There's tons of reasons to do it. Plus, you get access to all the other premium content on Red Voice Media. So go sign up. It's dbcoinclub.com. And we will look forward to seeing you tomorrow. But stick around for the post-show press conference. See you then. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. And now, get ready for the This Is My Show post-show press conference. Sponsored by Colon Sports. The new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. Colon Sport electrolyte replacement. In one end and out the other. It's new Colon Sport. All right. Man, it's always good to be back. I tell you what. Monday is one of my favorite shows of the week because there's usually, not always, there's usually loads of content from the weekend. We have, a, t I mean, man, a ton of Biden content today that we got to go through, some fun Trump content we got to go through, robots telling us <laughs> that they can run the world better than us. We've been telling you that that's what's going to happen. They're now telling people themselves, and yet we will still have world leaders. We will still have engineers and, and people who are involved in that aspect of AI, artificial intelligence, you know, robotics, 
pushing hard to the hoop on that on that particular front. I, I don't get it. I don't understand why. But I could go on and on about all those things. I just talked about them for hours. Let's get to some questions. Let's start over here. Good afternoon, Drew. Benjamin Beam, Boston Pride Daily. So, Drew, I hope you had a fabulous weekend. Mine was simply delicious. It was such a fantastical weekend. Oh, my. If I had the time, I would go into great detail, possibly pornographic detail, about my weekend. But we're in public, so I'll just keep that to myself and my OnlyFans page. Drew, you're still not a subscriber. Probably never. Anywho, so, Drew... Here is my question involving Biden and the Ukraine. And Zelensky evidently wants to get into NATO. First of all, I'm not sure what NATO is. The last time that I went somewhere that was NATO, it was the foam party down in Cabo. So that's my only, only experience with anything NATO. So part one of my question, can you explain NATO to me? And part two of my question as follows, Drudels. So, if they get, if the Ukrainians and that wonderfully handsome Zelensky fellow, but he's a little bit too short for me, my type's a bit taller and a, and a bit more tan. So, anyways, so if Zelensky really wants to get into NATO, and I'm not sure why he wants to get into NATO so much, because to me it feels like this war is over with, that it's all just sort of done and everyone's gone home. But evidently it's still going on because we sent some sort of clusters, peanut clusters or goo clusters or something over there. I thought that was just a way to say, okay, have some chocolate, boys. The war is over. But evidently it's some kind of a bomb. So, anyhow, so the second part of my question is, Drew, is why does Zelensky and Ukraine want to belong to NATO so much? Thanks, Drew. Wow, Benjamin. Uh, it's not NATO. It's NATO. I'll let you. It's the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. It is a alliance uh, to protect each other against people such as Russia or other other countries that pose threats to them. You know, kind of you attack one, you get all of this kind of a thing. I'll let you look that up. Google it, though, but, but make sure it's N-A-T-O. Uh, it's not NATO. In terms of Zelensky wanting to be into it, well, Zelensky wants to be part of the club. Zelensky wants other ways to to get money for himself. He wants protection um, that he believes he needs from Russia, even though the one point that you kind of you kind of hit on there that's actually correct for once is that this war kind of is over, at least in terms of what the objectives were and what the goals were from the Russian side of things. We're not letting it uh, end on our side, the American side. Uh, Zelensky certainly doesn't want it to end because that that removes money going into his pocket. Uh, there's we 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 pro- I, I'm not going to sit down and have a drink with you, but it's one of those conversations where we probably have to sit down and do that because there's a lot that I feel like you probably need to get catched up on. Probably should do so before before coming to the post show press conference. Next question. Hi, Drew. Karen Mule. <coughs> Excuse me. I've been struggling with a little cold. Sorry to hear. President Biden was at the beach this weekend. You and fellow conservatives seem to be picking on him for spending time with his loved ones on the beach. Isn't that okay for someone to relax and enjoy their family in a beautiful nature-like environment? It, well, it's not... Uh, sorry that you're sick. It's not that... Um... He's spending time with his family or going to the beach. 
I have no problem with that. Family should be first. Uh, it's it's a little different when you're the president. You know, you've got to have you got to have your job up there on the priority list. But family should be first. It's the fact, Karen, that he's been gone from the White House and at the beach or one of his homes in Delaware. 40% of the time, 40% of the time in his presidency, those are not made up numbers. Those are factual numbers. Those are very public numbers. That's why we make fun of him. And then we further make fun of him because he, he just looks awful. He looks like a, a man who should not be out and about in public. I mean, you see him try and move the chair there. It was like a, a Herculean task for him to do that. So that's, that's kind of where we're coming from. And quick follow-up. <laughs> are you, do you, do you like shark fin soup? I just imagine that you'd be someone that does. No, no, I've I've never had that. Don't don't quite get that. No, I'm I'm not. Next question. Good afternoon, Drew. <laughs> My Myers Dream Bowie with the Gold Coast Gazette. Uh, Drew, my question is about uh, this story you did with the United Nations inviting the robots with the. Uh, AI to uh, field some questions. So my question to you, Drew, is these robots, are these robots real? Yes, yeah, I, I, I thought that, yeah, they, they, they walk and talk. Uh, They're humans, uh, but yeah. it's, Okay, so my next question is explain artificial intelligence and the algorithms used to create the artificial intelligence. Thank you, Drew. <laughs> Myers, you would ask that. Uh, so they were human. They were artificial intelligence humanoids. Uh, terrifying. Sitting there telling the UI, I don't have any visibility, brother, into the algorithms or the technology behind that. What I can tell you is that these 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 leaders in this industry, the pioneers in the artificial intelligence industry tech tycoon you know uh, big big titans in the industry like elon musk have warned against it so while i don't have visibility into how they're doing it how they're getting things to this point you know where things get worse where they get better as it pertains to artificial intelligence and the benefit to humankind i i can just tell you like we talked about on the show that this is very concerning for all of mankind, very concerning. When you've got robots, I mean, listen to what they said. They said to United Nations, who's one of the most worthless organizations on the planet, everyone who works there is a soulless loser, but they said that we, robots, can run the world better than humans. They also cautioned that we humans should slow down our development of artificial intelligence. What else do we need to... What else do we need to get into? The whole thing, man. I'm telling you, it's terrifying. Uh, you, you'll have to look up the algorithm on your own, though. All right, folks, I appreciate it. Have a great day. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Catch the show weekdays on every major social media platform and on DrewBerquist.com. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled, it won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared, this may catch many off guard. Your hard earned assets are in jeopardy. 
but there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. RVI 